I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. The pandemic was a big challenge for many people's jobs and pocketbooks, but some are still not back to work. Others, however, are seeing this as an opportunity. Opportunity to start their own business could now be the time uh, to really jump in and play the entrepreneurial game. Uh, really excited to have you joining us on the program, uh, Erica Pandes. He's a business reporter at Axios. She covers the business and technology trends that are shaping the future of work. She's also the author of Axios, What's Next newsletter. Uh, and that's what we always talk about in this segment is what is next and next is now. Uh, Erica, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, you had a great piece today talking about the pandemic era and a small business boom. We we know historically that uh, entrepreneurs seem to do really well in really bad times by uh, getting in the game. What are you seeing? Are we are we seeing that over the course of the pandemic that some of those entrepreneurs are emerging and saying, "Hey, this is the time to to make a, a go of it." Absolutely. I mean, exactly as you said, people get, you know, more, they want to take risks, they want to do something big during recessions, and the pandemic has been no exception. There were 5.4 million applications to start companies in 2021, which was a 53% jump from uh, the pre-pandemic level in 2019. And this, this kind of small business boom we're seeing in the middle of the pandemic is especially interesting because the 2010s went down as sort of a lost decade for entrepreneurship in America. It was one of the least productive decades for, for starting new companies. So we're finally seeing a bounce back and a big one at that. Yeah, that's really amazing. The uh, the 2010s, of course, really were kind of the uh, a little bit of dead space in terms of uh, entrepreneurism. Uh, but as you look at that and, and kind of getting between the numbers there, uh, what are some of the things that you are seeing in terms of what, uh, what seem to be some of the uh, sparks in terms of entrepreneurs during the course of the pandemic? What, what is it they were thinking or what were they thinking or sensing uh, that uh, drove them to, again, that's such a big increase uh, in the number of uh, new businesses started? Right. So there's a couple of things that are kind of COVID specific here. So, you know, like any recession, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people had that time to think, what do I want to do next? But they also had a lot of financial resources they might not have had in the previous recession because of those pandemic stimulus checks, because people were staying home and saving money on restaurants or on vacations, stuff like that. So, so kind of that time and that space to think coupled with sort of this, this, this money cushion had led a lot of people to start new businesses. And also, we know the pandemic created new sorts of opportunities for people. Like food delivery was booming. E-commerce was booming. So that's reflected in some of the places we're seeing startup action. A lot of it's happening in trucking and warehousing. A lot of it's happening in online retail. And also, with technology now, the cost, the startup cost has gone down so much. You could start a store just by opening a shop on Etsy or through Shopify. So people are seeing a lot of opportunity, not a lot of barriers, and they're just going for it. And that is a great thing. I uh, I have always said that it is the entrepreneurs that, that ultimately drive freedom. And, uh, and back to our nation's founding, uh, yes, 
the founders were great, wise, and noble souls. Uh, they were also just a bunch of entrepreneurs <laughs> who were tired of being overtaxed <laughs> and overregulated. Uh, and they do drive that around the world as well. Are there any correlations in terms of what's happening here in the U.S. in terms of entrepreneurship and, and anywhere else in the world during the course of the pandemic? You know, I haven't looked into that yet. I think, um, you know, some of the factors here are pretty unique to the U.S. A lot of places, e-commerce had already taken off more, so it, it wasn't really a pandemic opportunity. Uh, but that'll definitely be, be interesting to see, you know, whether it's reflected in Europe and Asia. Also, uh, the great resignation trend that, that we're seeing that is, you know, one of the drivers of this. Just as quick rates went up in 2021, so did business creation rates. A lot of people leaving their jobs and wanting to go off on their own. Those quick rates are high in other countries, too. So I wouldn't be surprised to see if, you know, Europe's great resignation is leading to Europe's small business boom as well. Yeah. Are there any other things that you're seeing? Uh, I know one of the interesting things early on in the pandemic, I think the first six months of the pandemic, the uh, Google searches for how to start a small business were like uh, 124% higher than the the previous six. Uh, Any other little things that you're seeing in terms of uh, the small business boom? Yeah, that, that's that's always a fun stat. I, I love that one. I, I think one thing that was especially interesting and, and encouraging to me as I was reporting the story is economists told me this is a good time to start a business, but it's also a good time to fail at that business. I mean, you know, we, we have the, this data about millions of new businesses being started, but the majority of those will fail, you know, just as it goes in the small business and startup world. But we're in this hot labor market with millions of open jobs and companies beefing up benefits packages and raising wages and and trying to attract talent. So a lot of those people that fail will be able to land on their feet and support their families with no problem. And that's really a great thing. Oh, that is such a that is such an important point uh, that there's never been a better time to fail. Uh, that's that's really significant. A lot of people, I think, have had those dreams of starting a business, but it always feels like such a tremendous leap, you know, over the abyss. Uh, but now you can take that leap and know that you probably got a pretty soft landing in terms of being able to provide if you need to, should your business not succeed. Absolutely. So as uh, as we round this out, anything surprising to you? Uh, maybe even extending off of this idea, we we do know that new businesses are going to churn and, and a good number of them will fail. But in the process, they do have a very positive impact on jobs and the economy. Yeah, I think the the one surprising stat to me was that a third of those 5.4 million applications that were you know filed in 2021 to start new businesses were classified by the census as high propensity job applications, I mean, sorry, uh, business applications, which means that the likelihood that they're going to create new jobs is very high. So the fact that, you know, there's so many businesses out there and, you know, millions of them are actually pretty much, you know, as marked down as, as businesses that will likely succeed and likely create new jobs. That's a really, really great thing. And, you know, we, we, we sort of accept as fact that the majority of these businesses will fail. But I think there's a really great opportunity here for government to come in and adjust policy to make sure even 5% of those that would have failed will fail. Because think about, you know, if, if that failure rate goes down even a little bit, that would be really remarkable for the U.S. economy for decades to come. Oh, fantastic. Great insight. Uh, great having you on the show today, Erica Pandine. She's the business reporter at Axios, also the author of Axios What's Next newsletter. Uh, Erica, we'll have you back. This is a great conversation. Appreciate your insight today. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, Again, a lot of good coming out of that. Uh, As someone who believes that entrepreneurs really are the driving force, uh, 
uh, in a constitutional republic or freedom anywhere. Uh, we often talk about it in, as it relates to foreign governments and how often we're, we're trying to prop up these little democracies. And uh, so often we're just dumping money into government uh, as opposed to making sure that government can have the structure in place, the stability in place so that entrepreneurs can thrive because that is ultimately where freedom gets driven uh, is because if you've got someone who started a business, they're growing, they're providing jobs, they're providing services, they're an impact on their community. Uh, that's where all kinds of good things happen. And so I think it's uh, very fascinating uh, to note, again, 5.4 million applications to start companies in 2021, a 53% jump from pre-pandemic. And I would always remind people that when it looks at that risk, uh, some people say, well, you know, it's a pandemic. It's not a good time. Just remember all the great businesses in history, most of them were started in really bad economic times by someone who just said, you know what, this is an opportunity to, to take a chance. This is an opportunity to go after something I've always wanted to do. And I especially love that Erica pointed out it's a good time to fail, too, because even if you do give it a go and you come up short, uh, the landings are pretty soft because it is such a competitive job market. So great insight there from Erica Pandy from Axios. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, a crucial conversation talking about TikTok, teen girls, and mental health. You don't want to miss this. Our friend Jenny Howe is going to weigh in coming up next. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 